this extra free edition of DWN Productions THC podcast sponsored by Fast Custom Shirts here at boygob.com. Now with a thousand percent more freezing and all that other shit, but that's all right. We will trudge through it. Joe, how was your week? Uh, how was it? Uh, you know, it was the average shit. I worked and then I went to uh down to corpus christi visited the family for a bit and uh now i'm home again just back to the grind tom trying to catch up on stuff you know you know how it is today was an extra special day it was i don't so uh so the banks and post office weren't open i don't give a shit about the post office because that really doesn't matter anyway in the grand scheme of things but the bank that's kind of a weird one but anyway we'll find out about that tomorrow how was your week, Tom? That's what people really want to know about. Oh, you know, I was feeling pretty good until about last night when my sinuses were all fucked up again. Started sneezing like a motherfucker. Woke up with my throat hurting again. So we'll see. I'll see if I can set up a PCP or a primary care, whatever the fuck, tomorrow. and. Wait about two months for the appointment, and maybe I'll be maybe I'll be dead by then. Who knows? Maybe this is just revenge for all the times saying how miserable I am and not wanting to be here anymore. Now maybe the world finally did something about it, and they'll have to remove my throat, jaw, and tongue. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Beyond that, I had a uh, package that was supposed to be delivered. It says it was delivered. Went to both my neighbors, asked if I could uh, check their mailbox like a fucking weirdo to see if my shit was in there. 
and it was not. So I hit the company <laughs> up that day. I'm guessing they were fucking, you know, out of the office until tomorrow, I guess. So we'll see how that goes, Joe. Hopefully they do the right thing because I was putting off getting this Blu-ray for a while because like, eh, I fucking give Vinegar Syndrome a lot of shit for their prices. And this price was pretty fucking ridiculous, but it was one of my favorite movies of last year. And they did also release the 12 o'clock boys. So gotta, gotta show them some love with an order. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> so let's see if they're going to fuck me or not. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really give a fuck. Who cares? So about that sinuses and stuff, uh, have you tried meditation, Tom? I've tried whacking off. And after that, I just found a lump. So I was just like, all right, I'm done with everything now. (laughs) Yeah, you Uh, laugh until we talk about that and how I had to get my fucking cock chopped off. It's going to be great, Joe. Be a fucking wild summer. So, Tom, I didn't really watch shit uh, in the whole week. Why? Because I was busy doing other shit, not watching movies, you know? No, but the thing is, life. you know, you love to hear yourself talk, you know? So why don't you tell us about the shit that you watched? Because, you know, I mean, you love doing this show because you like to watch it and listen to your own voice and, you know, watch yourself. You know, I know you cover my side of the camera whenever you rewatch it, you know? And so what'd you watch, man? I don't know. What do you want to start with first? I don't know. You like vampire movies. Tell us about that. Joe, as it's been as it's been told in many, many circles, I don't go by the name of Thomas. If you listen to this, you know in most circles I go by the name Lestat. And that's because, Joe... Mm, I love some vampire movies. Can't get enough of them. And uh, this recent vampire movie that I watched yesterday was called Pale Blood, starring some fucking guy who looks like a vampire, some lady, and Wings Hauser playing a guy who's trying to hunt the vampires, and his name is van you get it yes he drives a van they're clever yes he does rip van winkle they call oh hell john claude van winkle oh hell i gotta so yeah uh, yeah do it fuck it no sing it um so his name is Van. van wilder and everybody comes to him with their vampire problems. Not at all. Okay. It starts out some dickhead who looks like an obvious vampire. You're not supposed to know that he is, I guess, but he looks like a vampire. Uh, he goes to Los Angeles, but I guess they shot this shit at Hong Kong, so it's all fucked up. And... Uh, He's meeting up with this lady who's like his connection at the newspapers. Like, oh, these murders are going on. And I think it's a vampire. But little does he know 
Little does she know that he's actually a vampire. Or does he? And then uh, we see like a murder. Some ladies thrown in a fucking uh, lasagna shop window. Where they sell skimpy bras and panties to the whores out there. And uh, she's dead with two bite marks, Joe. Can you believe it? But right there up on the rooftop is old Wings Hauser shooting everything with a camera because he's a fucking wacky art house director or some shit. Photographer. But he's also, yes. And he's also trying to uh, prove that vampires exist. So he's always there at these murder scenes, taking videos of it and all this. So, uh, the vampire and the news reporters trying to get down to the bottom of the sticky situation. <laughs> and it turns out, Joe, it's Wings Hauser. He's killing these ladies. He has like the jawbone of a vampire bat <laughs> that he's sticking these ladies with and then sucking all their blood out with a machine in hopes that he'll lure a vampire to him to be like, hey, why are you doing this? We ain't doing this. You making vampires look bad. Setting them up. Oh, and that's yep. That's the that's the twist. And oh, it's vampires are real, but it's really Wings Hauser doing it, trying to expose vampires. Ooh, it's not very good. Probably because it's directed by a woman. Ooh. And Vinegar Syndrome put it out. Ooh. Yeah. It's not good. I mean, Wings wings it up in the last 20 minutes or so. But the rest is just bullshit vampire garbage. And they're always in this, like, uh, uh, June-themed nightclub. Where they have a band, uh, what was it, Agent Orange, and they sing their fucking terrible music way too much in the movie. And uh, it's just, it's not good. The wing stuff's all right the last 20 minutes or so, but the rest is just uh, not as bad as what we're going to talk about in a little bit. But yeah, would not, would not recommend. Like they have this vampire folks you know he clearly doesn't like vampire movies and he doesn't want you to recommend any to him tom doesn't want discourse out of this he I wants don't. to hear himself talk this is for him not for you what am i gonna Shut say up. oh yeah i saw 30 days a night it sucks oh yeah near dark didn't care for it oh you like the lost boys huh happy pride don't care for any of them if it's not from dusk till dawn the first one I don't give a shit. What Not about at love all. at first bite? Come on, Tom. Love at first no. bite. <laughs> no. Was that the Jim Carrey one? No, that's uh, some bullshit. Once uh, bitten. Once bitten, yeah. Love at first bite is uh, yeah. George Hamilton, I think is his name. <laughs> you went and saw Yeah, I don't give a fuck. But anyway, fuck vampire movies. You'll go watch your Broadway musicals. Ah, uh, so what else did you watch, Tom? Because I, again, did not watch anything. Read some books, but not watch. Oof, what a fucking nerd. Mm -hmm. I watched 
Three Days to a Kill, a Fred Williamson-directed movie. Is this he a James always, Bond? Well, no, there was that. It is not a James Bond film. This is one where, uh, oh, shit, Joe just fucking turned into a puff of smoke because the sun came out. <laughs> yeah, and Blade sucks, God. too. We rewatched those movies, and those fucking oh. suck, too. That, those don't hold up. Keep on talking, Tom. I gotta save no, the day no. around here. Yeah, no, we just we're we're gonna listen to hear what you're saying. Hopefully, the microphone will pick it up. Well, for a second, I heard something. They probably walked further back into the house. Anyways, uh, Three Days to a Kill. This is uh, Fred Williamson. He plays a mercenary and the world's oldest man. He has like a frog mouth where fucking shit goes all the way down there and he talks like a Muppet. So this and he's dressed in some weird ass captain suit like he's about to fucking uh, what's it called? Uh, captain a yacht or something. He hires Fred Williamson to uh, get back some American diplomat that was uh, kidnapped by, I want to say Cuban, probably some kind of Mexican drug dealer. I think he was. And, uh, maybe. And uh, he kidnaps, He Fred Williamson doesn't. The drug dealer kidnaps that guy and he's going to kill him to prove a point. And uh, I guess Fred Williamson doesn't have any friends. And he said, I'm going to need somebody to help me with this mission. How about you break some guy out of jail? He doesn't know the guy. Uh, Maybe it's just a random guy. I don't know. But it ends up being Bo Svensson or Bo Stevens. I don't know who this fucking guy is. I might have seen him in one or two movies before. But uh, nothing memorable. Maybe he was in... uh, Nightmare at Noon. Or The Wild Bunch. Maybe. We've never seen that. And uh, so they team up, and the whole thing is uh, Fred Williamson keeps calling old Bo Pal. Don't call me pal. The whole time. And then it's just those two guys shooting the fuck out of a bunch of people, and them getting shot the fuck at, and them shooting the fuck out of a bunch more people. And... uh, a lot of gunfire in this movie. Movily, luckily, they are uh, in Chicago, so no one really gives a fuck. And at one point, they go uh, hide out at a motel, and then this dude comes up to Old Bo, and he's just like, "Hey, you looking for a prostitute? Because I got the best prostitute money can buy." So Bo gives him twenty dollars. And then Precious pops out of the fucking car chasing after him. <laughs> and then uh, people are hunting Bo and Fred. And they show up at the motel. And then this fucking pimp and his prostitute lady pull out a whole bunch of fucking guns. And then they finally pull out a rocket launcher and blow their fucking car up. It's ridiculous. There's some legit funny shit in it. But there's some shit that's like, hmm, that's really bad. I'm going to laugh at it. 
So uh, this movie pretty much has it all. If you want like an entertaining, bad movie, it was fun. I liked it, but mm, not very good. When that fucking bootleg ass Sherman Helmsley pulled out that rocket launcher, it was pretty fucking awesome, though. I'll tell you what. Three Days to a Kill, not a good title, but only one of Fred Williamson's movies has a great title, Joe. What what one was that again? Did you know that Sherman Helmsley is in the vampire film Love at First Bite? I didn't. He is. The real Did Sherman Helmsley, not the bootleg one. Did you know that Sherman Helmsley is a suspected gay? I can see that, but I didn't know. <laughs> How can you see that? Did he have stretch marks around his mouth? Yeah, I just tend to think everybody's gay, you know? Oh, okay. But, oh, gay. oh yeah, yeah, gay. <laughs> you know, drive down you... the street, somebody pulls up at the stoplight, gay. <laughs> tell when they have a kerchief around their neck. Uh -huh. Or some folks call it a jerkin. Or sometimes they have a shirt or a cap that just says gay. And I was like, mm. Mm -mm -mm. Can't believe it. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because it is Juneteenth, you know. <laughs> Happy day, Mr. Happy Trump. day. It was the uh, day the gays were freed. Yeah, so I don't know if, enjoy if, your day. if he's even still alive. But anyway. Dave Chappelle, 20 minutes ago. I was going to get to that, but... A terrible boating accident. Rest in empowerment. Mm. One of those. <sighs> he got great. Brutus the Barber beefcaked. Yep. It was actually an airboat, an amphibious vehicle that can go on both land and water. I think he was smoking marijuana and lost control. Mm. <sighs> the dangers of drug abuse. You know, it is a gateway drug, they say. So anyways, three days for a kill. It's on YouTube. If you want to watch it, it's there. If you don't, I don't get anything out of it. I don't give a fuck. I'm just trying to fill time until I can tell you to go to dwnproductions.net. I appreciate everybody who did this week. And, uh, yeah. I got a lot of orders in, and I appreciate that. And it's times like this where I think, hmm, maybe I shouldn't have got that table at Texas Honors Convention because uh, I got some work to do. But come out to Texas Honors Convention and buy all the stuff that didn't sell at Frightmare. <laughs> He's going to have some fiberglass stuff. Uh, I will. I sold a bunch of it, though, because people were... So oh, I'll buy it. Yeah, fuck it. I don't care. Oh, and they came Whatever. through. Whatever. Thanks. Ass. Let's kick ass when people mm, come through. Can't believe it. <laughs> it's fucking it rare. Is. But it's cool. Yeah. All right. It's going to be a wild summer. Blah, 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 blah. We got some wild eye movies over here. First one <clears throat> is called Bigfoot's Bride. See that right on the cover? It's a Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Not in the fucking movie at all, Joe. <laughs> Bigfoot in this movie. It's is a not wild a Bigfoot. Eye. That's what you expect. Yep. It's like uh, the guy's like a Jason 
out in the woods, but he's wearing like a fur coat made out of a ghillie suit and a dead fox wrapped around the neck. And then just like jeans, like a Jason monster deformed guy mask and some like claw hands that don't even match the color of the mask. (laughs) And uh, there's maybe maybe five pages of dialogue in this whole movie. And uh, the Bigfoot gentleman, his name is Frank. Not Frank the not Frank the Bigfoot or anything like that. Just Frank. And it talks like this. It's very uh the audio quality is very shitty and it sounds very mechanical. And he says shit like die, die when he's trying to put a stick in the water to get some fish to eat. Uh <laughs> You know, old Frank's in this. Yeah. Uh, The quality of the movie is very, very terrible. Audio quality, video quality, and they throw like an old grindhouse thing over it. And (sighs) so old Frank's romping through the woods and he comes across this lady who just broke up with her uh, fiance or husband or something so after she gets off the phone with him saying it's over he uh she uh throws her ring and then says oh he mate i gotta go take me a piss yeah so she <laughs> goes squats against a tree and you see old frank crawling behind her and as the piss stream comes out, as the liquid is leaving her body, old Frank sticks a hand out, catches some, goes, <laughs> just snorts up a bunch of bunch of lady piss straight from the tap. She doesn't notice it or anything. You know, he's like right there. You would think you would at least feel this creature breathing on your ankles or something. (laughs) Or, you know, maybe the piss hitting something that's not all the way down and splashes a little bit on your legs. You're just, hey, what's going on here? Is there a Jason behind me sniffing my piss? (laughs) But no, she doesn't. Well, they're just like monster hands, like generic monster hands you'd get at a party store. Oh, I thought you said claws. Not the same like color. Or... or some shit. Yeah. No, it had like claws, like nails. Or Nordberg from Like Fugu it was Baba a shitty bear glove or something. Yeah. Okay. Who knows? So, uh, <laughs> you think uh, that's going to be uh, Bigfoot's Bride. But it's not. He doesn't really even have a bride in this thing. He comes across uh, like an old shitty uh, Ben Cooper. What are they? uh, Ventilated. uh, The suction down mask. That thin plastic or whatever. I forget what it's called right now. I'm a fucking idiot. But uh, (sighs) he's looking in the fucking reflection of the water. Hideous, hideous, and then he finds the mask and puts it out. Oh, that's better. And all these scenes are stretched out for like 10 minutes because <laughs> they got nothing going on, they're just focusing on who gives a fuck for 10 minutes just to 
just to fill time. And it's weird because the dude who made this movie, he worked on some Marvel movies and the Hunger Games. So I don't know if it's just complete incompetence or this is just a big joke. The ending makes me think it's a big joke, but we'll get to that. So uh, he has another lady that he uh, got knocked up and is held captive in his cave. But it's no, it's not a cave. It's a garage because when they walk into the cage, you can see the garage door. <laughs> you know, if you're inside your garage and you're looking at your shut garage door, you can say, oh, yes, that's clearly a garage door. All garage doors look like that on the inside. That's not a cave. Uh, the The blood effects in this movie is just like MS paint splatter. It's it's hard to explain. Uh it shoots the correct way that it's supposed to, but when a guy just has like a smear of gel blood on his head after an axe was supposed to be slammed down into it, and then you just see some stark red MS Panko. <laughs> hilarious all the blood effects like that and that alone makes the movie worth watching (laughs) so uh the very end old frank's walking like walking away through the wood this is the post credits thing he got it from a marvel movie oh i'm i see what they're doing i'm gonna put that in my movie (laughs) so it's old frank walking through the woods and he pulls out a little megaphone looking thing and goes and then a portal opens up a portal to where another dimension another planet who knows but he walks through it and that's that's the end of the movie. <laughs> so I gotta think. This has to be a big joke. Should have had Sam Jackson come out and recruit him to the Cryptid Avengers or some shit. You know. Hey, motherfucker! Is your name Frank? <laughs> Have I got the yes? <laughs> we got the scrolls to get, motherfucker. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. I had a, I had a good time watching this because it was just so bad. Everything about it was just so bad. Ah, uh, if you like drinking and watching terrible, just awful, awful bad movies to to laugh at. Bigfoot's Bride. I'm not sure if I'll ever watch it again. But I want it in my collection, Joe. Because it's that fucking silly and bullshit. If there's ever something I need to say, all right, man, you like Bigfoot movies? Here you go. Just take it. But uh, when you're done with it, you got to give it to somebody else. You can't throw it away. So, yeah, uh, I've been finding that a lot of these are on Tubi. So uh, if you're interested, which you should be, check out Bigfoot's Bride and bring some beer and legal marijuana. 
I got another Bigfoot movie, Joe. This one is also from Wild Eye Releasing, and it's called Bigfoot Blood Trap. I'm sure you got a few people on your uh, old Facebook friends who claim to be actors and in movies and stuff. You never see that shit. Yeah, a lot of claimants. Saw two of them in this one, Joe. <laughs> I was blown away. It was, it was kind of cool to actually see that. So, uh, in this one, a family who owns a gun store inherits some land from uh, a grandfather who just died, who also happened to be uh, molesting the young grandchild daughter grandniece what the fuck's it? I guess it's a grandchild if it's a lady yeah granddaughter that's it so uh, uh they go to, wait before that right before, before that. that many many years yes uh this dude a science or a cryptozoologist and they always do that to, oh crypto what now every time they say that shit so you know it's already a market quality so uh, him and his wife and daughter go out into the woods and we see a Bigfoot and his baby Bigfoot in the woods. What was that like? <laughs> Fuck. There was a midget Bigfoot, Joe. They bought an actual midget to put in Sasquatch face and romp around with this guy in a gorilla suit with a nose on it. And then uh, he gets shot, the little midget one by uh, a couple of loose <sighs> he gets shot by uh, a couple of women who would be the type of women who would be naked in this movie legit eating each other's boxes <laughs> so they go out into the woods to film a porno find a Bigfoots and shoot him and then uh, the other Bigfoot attacks him and then or them and then the cryptozoologist, he gets raped by a Bigfoot and his wife and daughter are raped and murdered. So then we flash 20 years later, or however long, uh, the cryptozoologist is like, hey, I found, I know that you came into this land. Can I buy it from you? Blah, 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 blah. So uh, they, they ignore it, whatever. They go out into the woods to do some hunting, Joe. And you know what? They hunt and trap a Bigfoot, and they bring it back to their house. But unlike Harry and the Hendersons, they lock it in the basement and just shoot it up with tranquilizer darts. They call up the crypto what now? And uh, he says, hey, my life's work is to get video of a Sasquatch having sex with a lady. So the rest of the movie is them just bringing broads down into the basement for the Sasquatch to have sex with them. But unfortunately, these are all loose women with tattoos, and Sasquatch don't take kindly to broads with tattoos. So he ends up mauling them to death. Luckily for them, a lady who's preaching the word of Christ comes to their door and you know she doesn't have any tattoos hell no so, so uh goes down in the basement ends up escaping sasquatch ends up having sex with one of the captors 
nine months later, a little Sasquatch baby, and this one didn't really do it for me, Joe. It's like ridiculous as fuck. Maybe a little too ridiculous, but this whole let's make a softcore kind of weird Sasquatch porno movie. I don't know what the fuck. I know what this was supposed to be. It was supposed to be like a funny, goofy little movie, but I don't know. I don't know, but uh, I'm giving it away, Joe. What? Bigfoot? Yeah. You're giving that that away? Yeah, because I didn't like it. (laughs) So, on the Facebook page, had some submissions of people who wanted this DVD. It was, uh, hey, have you ever had an encounter with a Sasquatch? If so, pardon me, post your story below. Pardon me again. So, uh, let's let's go to the stories, Joe. Sorry, I can't help Let's you. Let's go to this. But I'm on my phone, which I used to get on eBay. But I did That's read them okay. all. The first one is from Cheech, and I will read it in his voice. He was almost done, and I was covered in diesel, strutting around the pond. I had been going out every night to show the beast who was king. The dish soap fell on me from the dish soap dispenser tree. I paused to gaze at my reflection. <laughs> gaze in the water. That's when I fell. <laughs> Quiet, you. I'm reading this. All right, all right. Sorry, sorry. Uh, where was I? Gaze. The dish soap dispenser tree. I paused up to gaze at my reflection in the water like I was Frank saying, hideous. Ah. And that's when I felt a hot, thick, and sticky tongue run across my feet and work its way back and forth between my toes. I went to jump back, but I hadn't what? I went to jump back, but a hand shot out and grabbed my calf, holding me, and the licking continued. I was finally able to open my eyes and look down. That's when I saw the big foot, the big feet licking my foot. So average sized, he exclaimed. So average sized, he exclaimed. And then he started to suck on my toes. The horror, the strange, exciting tickle, all these feelings, but disgust was still the strongest. I was stuck. He wouldn't let me move. Then the sun was rising, and he let out a loud groan. He looked up at me with a satisfied grin. He winked. And then he teleported to another dimension. And now I believe. I think it was Frank. He must have seen the movie, Joe. Guess so. I guess so. And now we have another one. And this was from HP Minion. Hewlett Packer. Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I don't know. 
I came home really late from work and woke up my father and told him a Bigfoot was out in the yard fucking with the bird feeder. He looked confused and asked me when what he looked confused and asked me when did we get a bird feeder? <laughs> I saw one in the woods by my house a long time ago, but it was dark and I had and I had drank a lot of cold medicine. So fuck. I remember when I used to not use punctuation. This is fucked. No, it's funny because it sounds like you're like when they call on the dumb kids to read in school. (laughs) Joe, if you would read this one, I think you would have a hard time. I think I have to do it in a voice. I came home really late from work and woke up my father. I told him Bigfoot was out in the yard fucking with the bird feeder. He looked confused and he asked me, when did we get a bird feeder? I saw one in the woods by my house a long time ago, but it was dark and I drank a lot of cold medicine. So it may have just been a bear. Who's to say? That one sounded like it could have been real. But that one from fucking last week, Brian talking about turning into a werewolf, that didn't sound real at all. And it turns out it was <laughs> crazy. Hey, speaking of Brian, I guess he ran into a Bigfoot, too. Do you know in uh, Britain, it's... Great Britain, they call a zipper mm, average a bird feeder. <laughs> And in West Britain, they call it a bloke feeder. (laughs) Thank you. West End Girls. (laughs) Ah, yes, old Twinkle Toes. I did indeed have an interesting run-in with him, her, they, them. (laughs) T was the fall of 2001. And I had just not only become a werewolf. <laughs> At least he's calling back and keeping with the story. Yeah, line. it's a continuation. This is fucking Genesis 3 here, man. All right. So I guess I should read it like a werewolf then. If he's a werewolf. Right. <clears throat> What's the fall of... Nah. I'm not going to do that. My throat's fucked. All right. To say, wait, what? Okay. And I had just not only become a werewolf through proper satanic cum rituals, but had also been molested by a chupacabra. I was headed home, staff in hand and anxious to... (laughs) (laughs) I was heading home staff in hand, and anxious to see what I had become. That was when I saw the light, the bright, terrible light from the sky descending upon me and carried me heavenward. A mere few seconds after the distortion subsided, I knew I was in an alien craft, and that was when he came. He, standing upright on his tremendous paws, gross knotted hair and covered covered his entire body and a face, a face too, 
a face far too alike to Ron Perlman. It had to be Ron in this, his true form, for aliens just don't look like this. His breath stank of fish and deer semen. <laughs> but I stood my... Gr- hey, Ron, Mr. Perlman, you, uh, you've been doing to them fish and deer, boy. <laughs> I, Mr. Perlman, what have you been doing to that fish and deer, hell boy? But I should have said, some bitch. Anyways, he spun me around and immediately inserted himself into my still aching anus. His member, although furious and barbed, what? Was remarkably small. He finished quickly, and his cum was surprisingly cold and possessed healing powers, which provided much comfort to my fiery bunghole. Then she appeared, his wife. I assumed her Bigfoot titties were very large and hanging, with long erect nipples that scraped the ground as she moved towards me. Her breath reminded me of the outdoor toilet at the gathering of the Juggaloos, J-U-G-G-A-L-O-E-S, with a dash of a kiss tour bus, and then she blew me, and it was good. Bigfoot Pearlman stared deeply into my eyes all the way through my climax. The flying craft we were on was suddenly parked in front of my house, and the two escorted me out. I looked back just in time to see the two merge into one, shunting, oh, that's the fucking society shit, as it were, a mess of hair, bugs, and mice scattered across as the two became one. It's single hand in the air. Oh, it's single hand in the air as a goodbye to me as I approached my front door and the craft flew away. I still have a good handful of the hair from the missus head. Every time I look into the sky, I wonder where they are, what adventures they might be on. And of course, if I'll ever see them again. And then, uh, Corey, with uh, his broken anals from the last one, posted a link to some song that I don't think I can play on YouTube due to the insensitive nature of such things. It wasn't a song so was I would, about a guy that was taking a shit. Well, was it? Yeah. I didn't click on it. Yeah. <laughs> I asked for a story, you fuck. It was a story, but they, uh, what they did was, I don't know who it was talking, but they overdubbed a story onto him, so it could look like he was telling the story, Tom. I didn't finish it, because it was like six and a half minutes long, but I did get to the one and a half mark, and the guy said he was taking a shit over and over, but it wasn't really the guy. It was Corey and his buddies, I guess, telling the guy's story for him. But uh, I think there was a Bigfoot coming up right when I stopped it. Well, Joe, who do you think should win this one? Well, I got to say, I got to give props to this continuing storyline, and I'm wondering where it's going to go next. Um, uh, yeah, we're, we're real big on series here, so uh, I got to say that's the one that uh, captivated my interest most. And uh, the storytelling was was pretty good, Tom. It had a beginning, a recap, 
and a conclusion. It brought in new elements. Uh, obviously, this is the one that I think would win. So you're going with the life and times of Brian. Huh? Yes. All right. Well, there you have it. Brian, you will be getting Bigfoot Blood Trap shipped to you in the mail tomorrow. And thank you to Wild Eye Releasing for another fantastic, fantastic night of movie watching. Joe, did you watch anything? I did not watch anything. No. But, Joe, uh, did you watch anything at all? I watched the next installment in our series of uh, futuristic cyberpunk cyborg films. Nemesis. Uh, I forgot what the, uh, the little... Time lapse, pray harder. Why they... Pick two different names. Who knows? It's not even worth one name. For the international market, Tom. It's for the international market. I don't know which one. Uh, Direct-to-video, this movie. And this continues right where the last one left off, sort of. Not really. Because remember last time she got into the back of a Jeep and she was uh, driving off into the sunset about to be raped or something? Uh, yeah, they used the same shot twice. You're fucking yeah. dumb. Yeah, so this time she wakes up and she's in the desert, just laying there. It's like, hey, what happened? Oh, man, my head hurts. I've got amnesia. Oh, shit. Well, let me walk around a bit. Hey, and I'm gonna, it, it starts out where she like has a clump of shit right here. It's yeah. supposed to be like the entrance wound of a self-inflicted gunshot. But uh, for about 40 minutes, you're not told this. So it just looks like she has like this big scab or a clump of dirt just under her fucking chin the whole time. And I was just trying to figure out what the fuck is that supposed to be? Because it is not any kind of entrance wound at all. Piss poor makeup, if I do say so myself. So she comes across superstar Tim Thomerson and, uh, He's a robot, but she doesn't know that. And he's trying to get her DNA, but she doesn't know that. So he gives her some robot drugs. And uh, he's trying to, like, get that DNA out of her baby. and But he doesn't. And I don't know what happens, but she starts to get her memories back. And she remembers meeting up her, with her sister that Tim Thomerson was chasing after. Her sister tells her, hey, look, I'm one of 20 sisters you know, and we all have these necklaces. Remember that necklace? Luckily, we don't look like you. Yeah. <laughs> we look regular. But the thing is, even though we look much, much better than you, we can't have babies, but you can. It's like, oh, and you got to have a baby. You got to, you know, to save the human race, you got to have a baby. And she's like, well, shit, who's going to fuck me? I, you know, looking the we'll way get I to like that. Anyway, Tim Thomerson's chasing after the sister. They split up. Hey, let's meet back here in, I don't know how many days, and go back to the future. Why don't you just go to the fucking future net? I don't know. But anyway, there's a whole bunch of cyborgs that are stupid and got glowing eyes that don't quite stay 
on their face. No. You know, cheese balls came to mind. Yes. When I was watching this shit, I was like, how in the fuck? Danny did a good job to get that quality effects and cheese yeah. balls that was in this fucking $20,000 movie. They've got uh, two chicks in platinum blonde wings trying to look like Galaxina that turn and laugh to each other <laughs> a lot. And I call them the Lady Gagas. Yeah, they're very dumb. Uh, they're cruising <laughs> around in a space buggy that distorts time. Or yeah, something. like they just found out how to do the sphere effect in whatever editing program they had. I was thinking, okay, maybe these fucking go-karts didn't actually move and somebody had to, like, push them. That's mm -hmm. why they were distorting the image of the uh, go-karts moving. <sighs> but I don't know. I don't know. It Tim was that just shit. He captures the sister, but that's no good because he needs the bodybuilders. And so they're chasing after her. She meets some mercenaries, and one of them is like a guy that used to be a hero, Tom, but now he's got the mind of a three-year-old, and she wants to fuck him because she's got to have babies or something now, right? Right? Anyway, yeah. old Nemesis is back there with Tim Thomerson and them. They put Nemesis <laughs> back together accidentally, and Nemesis can now take over the form of other people's bodies, can disguise itself as human instead of just being a robot looking thing all the time. Uh, pretty good for them because they don't have to do the nemesis robot. You know, they can just have a, a woman there. And uh, what happens? She breaks the people out that she was with and they're, they're on the run. And then all of a sudden she's back in the desert. Oh yeah. I remembered all that. But now what happened to everybody that I don't remember. I got to go back to the future and that's how the movie ends, Tom. That's how. There's no resolution to any of the shit they set up here. There's nothing. This chick, too, is uh, one of the worst actors I've ever fucking seen. Everybody in this fucking yeah. movie is the worst actor. It's like they're trying to fucking outdo the last one in the fucking <laughs> amount of shittiness. This whole movie is just fucking garbage. The it was, there was no point to fucking anything. They just made it because they could. This was just nothing. The last like, nothing. had some explosions and some attempt at action. This one had one explosion. It was a shitty one. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It, it sucks. It's like they were written writing the script from day to day and just cobbled this shit together and like i you know theorize that hey man this is one of the tax write-offs that whatever production company needed you know let's yeah we'll crank out a fucking as many bc uh cassette tapes as we need to and then uh just claim it claim it to come tax season you know oh yeah we lost so much money on this you know paying this bodybuilder and everything with their steroids on a daily basis you know cost us so much money yeah it sucks Really bad. Yeah, this is probably the worst movie for me that we've uh, watched in our little series of fucking that we've been doing. There's been some fucking garbage ass Hellraiser ones, but uh, <clears throat> this was a fucking chore to get through. 
It was like pulling fucking teeth. It was just awful. And there's a scene where they fucking like show her ass from the back for 30 <laughs> seconds. I wanted to fucking puke. It was so wacky and weird looking. Oh, shit. Uh, Not titillating at all. <laughs> no. And just everybody's acting was just so fucking bad. Just like so fucking bad. And this movie was just nothing. There was no point and say, hey, they're going to give us an extra $2,000 to make a movie. All right, I guess. Can we get McDonald's too? Okay, we can get McDonald's too. Yay! And I'm and wondering, that, like, who did this chick fuck? That us, Joe. She Star fucked Billings. us. Where's that? Because, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, she's got no talent whatsoever. I mean, maybe, okay, she was good on the bodybuilding circuit or whatever that shit is but to think yeah she didn't have to speak or anything she just had to make she hulk poses yeah because who would uh like audition her and think yeah that's it that's our leading lady right there albert p yoon i don't know i'm, I'm thinking he yeah good shit before a lot of good shit and this is just doesn't seem aside from the locations it doesn't seem like a movie that he would make. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either, Joe. And uh, the next movie, uh, she's supposed to be naked for most of it and doing a lot of fucking. So, none, I don't want to see that shit. You don't want to see that. Can we just call it and tap the fuck out? No, we can't. Why? We can Why? No. Why? Because you want to see this shit. All right, then. We're sticking I understand. All the way through, like we did with uh, all the other ones. Mm. Well, I'm definitely not watching the fifth one. Okay. And I'll probably pretend like I watched this one. Okay. I'll read the Wikipedia version, or maybe there's some YouTube videos out there that have all the fucking unsightly images edited out because <laughs> <clears throat> after seeing that broad's wacky ass i don't want to fucking I, I just don't want to dude i'm sure one nip's gonna be looking up and the other one's gonna be looking at the bottom and more than likely Bitch makes me want to fucking puke, Joe. If I see a thumb-sized clit, I'm turning it the fuck right off. Hmm. <sighs> we lost a legend, Joe. We did. You believe it? I can. <laughs> he lived a very long life. He did. I would, I would I would assume it was a very long full life. Yeah. And uh tell everybody about old John Ramita and his seniorism. Uh you know, as we covered a lot of his uh art before, uh 
in this show. He's, I don't know, he's just a guy there. A guy there at Marvel, drew some shit. Some of it's good. A lot of it I don't think is very good, you know. But uh, he had some covers and whatever, you know. But uh, he's dead now. <laughs> he, he didn't write this issue that we're talking about, which is uh, Amazing Spider-Man's 163. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after all that bullshit with the Punisher, Nightcrawler, Spider-Man's got to swing alone for a bit. And swing around he does, Tom. He's just like, well, he's kind of just lounging around on top of somebody's car. You know, when he sees a helicopter go by, he's like, hey, I've never seen one of those helicopters before. Let me go follow it. Sure enough, this helicopter is hijacking an armored car. Because, uh... <laughs> I don't know. There's some guys in it with jetpacks and shit, and they're you know breaking in the armored car and they're getting something for somebody, and they're fighting Spidermans at the same time. And that somebody is not just any somebody; it's a fat somebody. Yep, old Kingpin is back with his old swagger stick and everything, and uh, he vows, "No, don't kill Spidermans." He tells all his men, you can't kill him because I'm going to fucking fuck him up. And, uh, well, Spider-Man's kind of gets away from that, goes home, or goes to picks up some flowers to check on old Mary Jane. You know, it's like, hey, I got to mend fences with this bitch. You know, let me go to her house. No answer. No answer there. He's upset as shit. It's like, man, she's probably fucking Flash Thompson again. Goddamn motherfucker. But nope. He gets home to his apartment. They threw him a party, Tom. I guess they had a key. Oh, yeah, they did have a key because the landlady was there, too. What they did is everybody brought Peter Parker a piece of furniture that they weren't using anymore. They're great people. It's like, hey, here's a couch. Hey, here's a stuffed swordfish. Uh, yeah, it's nice. He tries to talk to Mary Jane there, but, you know, she's flirting with Flash Thompson because she's a whore. You know, has no loyalty to, to Peter Parker. He goes out on the roof to just, you know, mope and be a bitch about it. And then Harry Osborne and Liz Allen are out there making out. So he says, well, fuck it. I'll just go and I'll look at that warehouse or something because where this helicopter or the shit that they stole might be. And he gets there and it's a trap, Tom. It's a trap. Old Kingpin's there. He's got a desk and shit. He's like, hey, you know, I left you clues to find me here so I can just kick your ass. And he picks up the desk, bangs Spidey on the head with it, and they, they just start fighting it out, Tom. Fighting it out. And But, you know, Spider-Man's, he always wins at the end, right? Not this time. Old fucking uh, Kingpin cheated, Tom. Can you believe that? A bad guy cheating. He uses some gas on his lapel. Like, like the Joker. Like the Joker. Exactly like the Joker. <laughs> Uh, next thing we know, Spider-Man is tied to a table. Says, we're going to use you to resurrect this other guy that we can't see because the fat man's blocking his face. You know, we don't know who it is. But we'll find out next week, Tom. It's his son. We'll find out next week. It's his son, Vanessa? Yeah, no, I think we found out this week. Oh. Well, Vanessa's his wife. The Rose? He wants to bring back his, his son. His son, the Rose? We'll get to that. Seal. We'll get to that. Seal. Hope not. Oh. Another Joker, man. Old John Ramita, you know, senior. 
some of the panels with the fight with Kingpin were okay, but he's drawn kind of odd in this. You know, it looks kind of blocky, I guess. So, yeah, it wasn't old John Romita drawing him, that's for sure. Rest in peace, you nope, did. It was Ross Andrew. Ross Andrew, who I stated right when he came in, I don't like this guy. <laughs> but that's just because you're very anti-Semitic. Is he a Jewish persuasive guy? I don't think so. Never Tom. met the, never met the fellow. Uh -uh. Pretty sure Andrew is a uh, Puerto Rican name. <laughs> well, with the way that it's spelled, maybe. And the way that you say it, maybe. <laughs> Andrew? 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 I don't know. <laughs> oh, you like lists? I've been known to like a list now and again, Tom. This time, in opposition to the negativity, you know, I wanted to make a list about... Uh, Buddies, buddies and pop cinema, you know, friendship. So, that being in mind, at number five, I have the Trailer Park Boys. These guys are buddies. They may disagree. They might get in, uh, get each other into trouble now again. But at heart, they're good buddies, Tom. They look out for each other. Uh. Uh -oh. well, speaking of being on the positive side and not focusing on negativity, my number five, I have Han Solo and Chewbacca. What do you got to say to that? Hey, it is Juneteenth. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm glad you're a free man. At Which one? Four. You'll never know. <laughs> At number four, Tom, from the world of video games, I have Toe Jam and Earl. Buddies from space trying to put their ship back together. You've always wanted to go to Funkatron. Maybe one day you will. One day. My number four, I have Dante and Randall, the great friends from Clerks, the animated series. At number three, I have Kirk and Spock, old buddies on the Enterprise, just out there exploring, going boldly, Tom. Mm. They're going boldly. Happy June. Number three, I have Cheech and Chong. Real life friends. Movie friends. But they, they still got a lot of products out there with both their faces on it. They do. At number two. A Power Man and Iron Fist. One of my favorite comics in the 80s. And uh, they were buddies, Tom. Despite their differences. 
Mm. Number two, I have Arnold and Gerald. Despite their differences, Joe, they were buddies. They were. One had the head shaped like a football. The other had a head shaped like a dick and balls. And number one, I've got Happen Leonard from the series of books by Joe R. Lansdale. It was also adapted into a TV show that sadly is no longer running okay because one of the guys is dead. But they're buddies despite their differences. My number one, Joe. Man and his dog. You don't find much better friends than that, Joe. Especially when a man and his dog can smoke weed and eat sandwiches together. And that would be Shaggy and Scooby-Doo. A.K.A. the ass-fuck twins. Mm-hmm. Rest in empowerment to the both of you. Both got feline AIDS. Speaking of which, Joe, next week, top five gays. Let's get this out of the way. My number one will be Joe. And his number one will be me. (laughs) So now that we get that clever shit out the way, join in next week and see which one of us remembers the tiny dancer. But until that time, head on over to dwnproductions.net, place an order, put me even further behind. I will greatly appreciate that. And uh, masks, bus, props, custom work, all that stuff. I do greatly appreciate everybody who's putting in orders and shit. That helps for sure because that is my only income source. And I appreciate that shit 100 and 23%. Joe. Head on over to fastcustomshirts.com. Last week, pretty slow week for the old website. That's okay because I was pretty busy and I wasn't there most of the week anyway. But it's a new week. You can head on over, place an order. I'll get to it and I'll send it to you. And I got other shit I got to be doing. But yeah, yeah. And get ready, because Tom's coming to the Haunted Con. Spooktacular. And I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. Mm. He's the KC Mo. Uh So everybody, keep an eye on uh, the Facebook page. I'm sure there will be another contest for another DVD. Maybe a Blu-ray. Or two, so uh, keep an eye on that for more bullshit. I was going to put it on uh, YouTube, too, but I just completely forgot about that shit. So uh, check the community tab. Maybe something will pop up. But uh, if we do run a contest for another movie, which we will, it will be on the uh, Facebook page, DWM Productions, Terrible Horror Crap Podcast, Facebook. I don't, you'll just look it up. You'll find it. Or you won't. Uh, now Doc you have. Fred. Fuck Doc. yeah. 
So uh, now that you know what wins, maybe you'll try harder? <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great fucking week. All that shit. DWNProductions.net, FastCustomShirts.com, but most importantly, DWNProductions.net. Boy, God. Oh, I'm gonna hold. Who needs holding?